Welcome to the HR Happy Hour Show with Steve and Trish. Trish, if you could have one superpower, what would it be? Oh my goodness. I, I love your questions. I'm never ready. I always think I'm going to be ready. I'm not. Okay, so my superpower would be, I think, to be invisible. I don't know. That's, I don't know why that just popped to my head. That's I think a good because, one. because I, what I loved about being in human resources for many, many years before I do what I do now was that I always like being in the know of like secrets. I'm a good secret keeper. I think I've probably told you that before. Like I'm a really good secret keeper. I just like knowing. And okay. so when you get out of, so now that I don't work in HR, like on a daily basis in a, like in a corporation, then I miss out on a whole lot of secrets. I'm not getting enough secrets in my life. So I, I think see. if I were invisible, if I were invisible, I could hear people's secrets and they wouldn't even know it. Yeah, I like How about that. you? What would you? I, my, <laughs> what would your I, superpower be? Yeah, it's a tie for me, Trish. I, I, you know, the 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 real answer is probably just a simple one, like flight, the power of flight, kind of like Superman. I think that'd be super cool, just whiz around right. anywhere I wanted and get there really quickly and just kind of fly around with the birds, which I, I dig. And the other one would be like to shoot like high-powered laser beams right out of my eyes. I would love to do that. Just whatever I look <laughs> at, just blast whatever. That would be also cool. It so might, sort it of might look cooler out of your fingertips. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was. Out of your fingers? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe it eyes is cool. That's we'll cool. we'll ask you our we'll, we'll ask our guests the same question here in a minute. I would just say when you introduce our guest, you can ask our guest. Hopefully, he'll have a better answer than I did. <laughs> I like your answer. I actually had notes on this. I wrote super strength. I had speed, laser beams. I had invisibility written down too. I was kind of trying to decide for myself. So your answer. Uh, was good. Uh, all right, Trish, let's get on with the fun. We have a really good show today. We're going to be in one of your spaces that I know you love, which is payroll, and more specifically, the kind of the future of how people are going to get paid and are starting to get paid, which uh, you'd think, I would have thought a few years ago, there's no way there's going to be innovation there or changes there. And uh, it's turned out to be completely the opposite. There's a ton of innovation happening in the way people can get paid. And that's what we're going to talk about today with our guest, Seth Pelletier. He's a senior project product manager at Ceridian. Seth leads the product management of Dayforce Wallet as senior product manager. Prior to Ceridian, Seth spent four years at Aaron's, a multinational specialty retailer, leading product management of payments technology strategy and consumer-facing mobile applications. With over 10 years in the fintech and retail space, Seth brings a breadth of knowledge of payments technology, product management, and mobile applications to the Ceridian team. Seth, welcome to the HR Happy Hour Show. How are you today? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me today. Doing great. Uh, it's Wednesday afternoon. Yeah. Do you want to weigh in on the superpower question, Seth? So what's interesting is Trisha's answer is exactly where I was going nice. about the, the secrets. And essentially, it's just to alleviate any kind of case of you know, FOMO or anything else. So <laughs> I was going to go with some kind of telepathy. So rather oh. than just being in the room and not being seen, like if I could just know what people are thinking, it cuts out the, me having to be there and we're ready to go. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I think it's a cool question. I hopefully folks who are listening to this will think about it. Maybe tweet at us with, uh, with what your preferred superpower will be. So Seth, we want to, as I said, we want to talk a little bit about payroll, but more specifically payments and how that's changing and evolving. And I had the good fortune across the summer to get a couple of demonstrations of the Dayforce wallet product that you lead, you lead up the product management for, 
over at Ceridian. So maybe before uh, we get too much into what's changing, maybe just tell us a little bit about, about Dayforce Wallet and, and what, what it is and what, why it's kind of interesting and why you like working on it. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. Um, so definitely uh, Dayforce Wallet is really, it's just taking some of the core competencies uh, of Ceridian and reframing it, right? So we saw a problem in the market where, you know, the ability for employees to get paid just, you know, needed a fresh look. Um, and frankly, so we developed the product Dayforce Wallet. We launched it uh, in early May this year. And it's really the culmination and the combination of what you would consider traditional physical, you know, pay card and a digital application, right? So a mobile application is available on iOS and Android. And it really just combines a lot of the core strengths that have set Dayforce and Ceridian apart in the HCM space already and framed it up in a new light that really gives the employee um, a little bit more sense of empowerment over their pay and finances and allows them to manage those pay, that pay on their own terms. Seth, thanks. And, and like I said, uh, I wouldn't have thought there was much uh, disruption or innovation really out there to grab, right, in the payroll space because for just, I mean, forever, as long as I've ever been thinking about it, we've been locked in as employers and as people who run and administer payrolls that, hey, the payroll cycle is X. It's every week or it's every two weeks or it's every month, often on a lag, right? Folks work hourly workers, you know, do two weeks on the clock and we make them wait another week maybe, right, to, to get that pay that they've earned. And um, so, you know, looking at that differently, do you sense that, hey, this is kind of something that's going to really start changing in a big way with the ability and the capability of products like Dayforce Wallet? Yeah, I, I think so. And you can see, you know, a trend over the market. I, I think over the past years, you know, a couple of years or so, there's been this uptick of, you know, applications really touting the early access to earn pay, right? And it's everything from, you know, the QSR space, from you know, fast food employees to, you know, retail, especially with healthcare. The, you know, when you kind of look at the, exactly to your point, right? The innovation in payroll, it's very similar if you think about other industries, right? There's a, well, no one really thought there'd be, you know, innovation needed on, you know, mobile phones, but guess what? Every two years, you're chomping at the bit to get a new phone. Right. Um, so, the really basic question that we have to look back to is fundamentally, why are people paid in arrears in the first place, right? So like you said, it's this kind of this de facto thing. People walk into a job, they say, yep, okay, you're going to get paid every two weeks and congratulations, here's your paycheck every two weeks. Right. Not thinking, oh man, it really makes sense for people to get paid every two weeks. It's not because people's, you know, there's obligations, whether it's mortgage, childcare, auto payments, they don't align to that every two week schedule. So there's like this fixed date logic of saying, oh, you're gonna get paid every two weeks. And really what that every two weeks was is about the amount of time it needed from you know, payroll administration standpoint to do all of that busy work, to get all the time data, get all the pay data, reconcile that, make sure it's calculated correctly and make sure all the taxes are applied. Then you can say, oh, you worked that time, here you go, right? With you know, by leveraging a lot of the, like I said earlier, like leveraging a lot of the core competencies and, the, and really the technology that Dayforce has made possible with that continuous calculation of pay and time, really all we're doing is reframing the information that we already have, right? So we're just exposing that information in a newer light and giving that, you know, the employee a little bit more transparency in how and when they get paid. And then I think there's this kind of seismic shift to this on-demand you know, the expectation of on-demand, right? So this, this culture of on-demandness and, 
you know, I want it now, instant gratification of, you know, we can thank a giant retailer in the, in the Northwest for this, <laughs> right. but I have an expectation that if I order something online, like it better be at my door in like two days or less. And if I get the little email and notification that says, Hey, there's a problem, like, what, what do you, what do you mean? There's a problem, right? Like we have this expectation now. And I think, you know, what it really does is it, it we have to do a better job at answering to, to the employee of, you know, why do I work for a company that, you know, for like makes me wait up to two weeks before I can access my pay. I worked. Why can't I do it now? Yeah. And as we look to solve this problem, it also comes along with, you know, how do we alleviate the financial burden on people who are trying to bridge their financing, right? Because frankly, like there's really no reason to have to wait. So I think you're, you know, you're absolutely spot on. Like, I think it is ripe for innovation and just again, reframing how we think about payday. Right. And that's really the, the mission of day force wallet is to, I, I you know, truthfully, I want to fundamentally reshape how people think about payday. Yeah. I love that. You know what, Seth? And I think that from, you brought something up early on. You said this is a way to empower the employees. And I think that's absolutely true. It makes it more of a relationship between you know, the employer and the employee and that the employees have some amount of control over something they wouldn't have had any control over in the past. Um, the one thing I wonder though, and I think, you know, having, you know, worked in HR, but then also led payroll was one of the challenges we always faced was, it wasn't so much changing what the employee's mind was, you know, they would be very um, excited about this type of change, but it was changing the vision of the payroll teams who've maybe done the, you know, they've done payroll this way their entire careers. Um, maybe a CFO, for example, I mean, I remember conversations about funding and things like that. Can you maybe talk a little bit from a product perspective on, you know, how do you, how do you start changing the minds of the people that have to be the administrators of this new process? Because that might be where there's a little bit of pushback more than on the employee side, I would think. Or if not, yeah. then tell me that too. Prove me wrong. No, you're, you're absolutely right. Um, you know, that's one of the, the biggest things that when we thought about launching this product, right, it's this balance of, yeah, we want to create this awesome experience for the employee and we want to give them the sense of that empowerment and put them, you know, a little bit more in the driver's seat of their, of their pay, right? But then on the other side of that, you have this contingent of payroll administrators that for, you know, the past however many years, it's here's the process. And if you think about that traditional process, you're, you know, there's always that buffer time of when I can audit things. And yep, this is my process. This is when I look at things, make sure all the numbers match. And now you can have your pay. Well, what we look to do, and again, it's because of our ability to leverage Dayforce's core competencies around, you know, continuous calculation of pay and time, is we still balance that, you know, giving the employee access to their pay when, when they need it and the payroll administrator still having full visibility into the process, right? And we do that by treating those on-demand pay requests within the Dayforce Wallet application. It's true time, right? So it's, you know, the tongue-in-cheek analogy I use is it's not Popeye, right? I can't hamburger today and pay you Tuesday. So right. same regard, like I can't access funds that haven't worked yet. So it's true time and we treat that as a true payday. Right. So that's what makes Dayforce Wallet really unique in the way that Ceridian solved this problem is that 
by treating it as a true pay, it's giving that payroll admin also, one, not introducing any change to their current process, right? So they still reconcile, they still commit payroll as they would. It's just now you have this other payday that happened in pay period, but because we have that pay, that continuous calculation of pay and time, it shows up on any earning statement that employee still receives. It shows up as, you know, on any reporting that the payroll admin sees. So that was a big challenge when we first started designing this product is how do we give the employees what they what they need and, and want in the real-time access to pay? And how do we balance that with not introducing a ton of friction into that payroll payroll administrator's life, right? Because we knew for this product to be successful that if we came to the table and said, hey, we have this awesome new product for your people, it's gonna help you with engagement, it's gonna help you with brand recognition, all these other things, but it's gonna add you know, days of work for your payroll administrators. It's gonna be a you know, non-starter, right? So we knew we had to balance that. And I think, you know, by giving it and because it's inherently coupled with the day force, you know, payroll module, um, that payroll administrator has full visibility into the on-demand pay requests being made, the, um, and, and all that, and it funnels into the same reporting and capabilities that they have today. So really, you know, that was one of the other like kind of core ethoses of the product is not introducing a bunch of friction into the current payroll process or disrupting any of the, you know, the, the cash flow management issues, like as Trishy brought up, like the CFO's perspective. Steve, just one quick point before the next question. I just want to say like for anyone who's listening, who's maybe not been a payroll administrator or been that close to it, um, I can I can attest that whenever I remember uh, years ago, it was maybe 2014, I'm thinking, and being at a Ceridian uh, briefing about continuous calculation, right? That is such an important, important ability to have. And at the time, having come from companies where that was not possible, that that was very stressful. And that's why payroll uh, administrators often resist or CFOs resist, right? It was not having that visibility into it. When you Once you had that at Ceridian and then now coupled with something like Dayforce Wallet so that you're actually capitalizing on that calculation, that's the game changer to me anyway, that as a buyer, like that's what would, that's what would have done it for me because I remember leaving that meeting, calling several former employers, payroll people and saying, Hey, you need to look into this. Like, this is where you need to be because that would just shave off so much time and worry. And, and just, there are many days, I mean, I was the person responsible at my last job for you know, basically signing the checks, you know, and there was a lot of worry about audit and, and just constant reporting and trying to get to those numbers. So anyway, I just wanted to make sure that people who maybe don't do this day-to-day -day understand that is a huge, huge benefit of having that continuous calculation to be able to then make decisions off it and then empower employees from it, I think is, is an amazing thing to be able to do. Yeah, Trish, I think that's a great point. And I think that underpins, right, the ability to offer um, this kind of on-demand pay in a way that's not creating extra burden, extra reporting burden, extra administrative burden, et cetera. Uh, Seth, you talked a little bit about some of the benefits to employers that, that you know, can accrue from offering this type of uh, technology to their employees. Um, how are employers uh, and clients that you guys are, are, are showing this to and trying to, you know, obviously you're a product manager of a new product, right? You want adoption, right? That's, yeah. that's, that's part of what you're doing. What's, kinda, what's been the reaction from some of the early adopters of, of, of Wallet and, and the on-demand pay? Yeah, that's really, it's a really unique question, right? Because when we first heard about this, um, this product and, you know, getting ready to, as we're building it, getting ready to launch it, um, this, you know, 
global pandemic decided to, to crop up and now <laughs> we're in that and that changes everybody's plan right um it's like the the mike tyson quote of everybody has a plan until you get punched in the face right i love that one that that uh the you know coronavirus and COVID 19 definitely i think punched a few people in the face in that you know you had to adapt your plans now so we've seen you know from my perspective, a, a really, really healthy reception to the product. So we had some early customers that jumped on board as the pandemic started to hit, um, especially in, like in food manufacturing and a lot of the spaces where you would see that, you know, that employee experience when you're trying to also adapt to this current work environment, um, especially because of the additional burden put on those industries, right? So if you think about, you know, food manufacturing, packaged goods, healthcare, high stress environments now and now you're getting your people like hey we really need your you know your best effort but hey this is what we're going to do for you too so now not only you know whether it's you know additional pay bonuses etc but also now we're going to give you this additional benefit that allows you to manage your finances and you know a little bit more with a little bit more flexibility to help you manage to a time where i think more americans are probably stretched thinner than they would have been otherwise yeah so you know we've seen really really great adoption uh, early on and throughout the you know this pandemic with industries across the board right so everything like I mentioned food manufacturing healthcare um, and now as retail is starting to pick back up you have re retail and you know grocery as you know obviously these industries that kind of had to operate throughout this entire pandemic um, we've seen that that adoption really grow and we've seen you know it to Trisha's point earlier on there there has been you know I think there's some degree of it, it, like any change, right? You have some degree of trepidation there. Um, but once the product's implemented and once the they see the adoption and the, the usage that they're getting from employees and in that response, um, you know, I think any kind of, you know, hesitancy there around the product itself and introducing a new product in such an uncertain time ha has really been offset by the, the reception of the product the ease of use of the product for both the payroll administrator and the the employee and, and really you know it's exceeded a lot of my expectations obviously the, like you said being a product manager launching a new product right. adoption is, is what i want i want adoption and, and retention and we're seeing you know a huge degree even with new customers a a, a very high attachment rate for new certain customers with the product so I, I think it is getting out there in the market and it is becoming you know a a good focal point for new customers coming to Ceridian. Yeah, great. Seth, th thanks for that. I mean, Trish and I were talking about payroll uh, offline, like, because we're so boring. We do talk about payroll, like in our spare time. And um, I posited this, Seth, I posited this. Trish, I think, I think you'll remember this. I said, I think payroll, the, the idea of the payroll run, the biweekly, the semi-monthly, you name it, whatever payroll frequency you're on, that, that thing as a thing. I said, that's going to be over mm -hmm. inside of 10 years won't just it'll be gone we won't be doing it anymore do you remember that conversation i do and i remember lots of conversations we've had just over the last even five years on how innovation was was just ready for payroll because things had not changed in so long that it was like the place that needed to start happening and it's exciting to finally see it i am a payroll geek i admit it but um, I'm glad it's finally like payroll time to shine. You know? so I'm gonna, I want to pitch this to you then just from, you know, maybe not, maybe not today, but maybe going forward. Do you see a place where the companies could say, Hey, new employee on your first day of work, here's, you know, here's the, 
here's our policies, here's, you know, here's the org chart, here's, you know, here's where the cafeteria is. Oh, when's payday? Oh, it's whenever you want it to be. Do, we, can, we, can we get there? Could a company do that even starting now? Yes. Yeah, so oh man, such a great question, right? So I mean, I mean kind of, I'll, I'll get there, but you, you guys are going to have to bear with my, my little bit of a diatribe on how we get there, right? Okay. But if you just, generally speaking, if you think about the way technology and that curve has gone from a lot of other spaces, right? You know, at first it was, okay, cool. Everybody went to the video store, right? And you'd go on the Friday night and you and your family walk through and you'd kind of look at the, the actual like VHS, like box, the DVD box, and be like, oh, this looks cool. And then you'd always have that guy in the store that's like, oh no, that's a horrible movie. <laughs> then that shifted to the initial Netflix and what Blockbuster tried to emulate, right? Where they shipped you the DVDs. Okay, cool. And then it went to, okay, I want it now. I don't even want to leave my house, right? That was, you know, the kind of like that digital transformation. And, and most major enterprises go through this, or they say they go through this digital transformation, right? And I think there's certain things that help accelerate those curves. And I think there's certain things that, you know, they just get there on their own. Well, so to, to where we are, I think, you know, you, you'd mentioned, can we get to getting paid every day in the next 10 years? I think, generally speaking, I think the current pandemic has drastically accelerated digital transformation, but probably, I would say probably even like, it's accelerated, it probably shaved off a decade to where oh, we wow. need to be. Okay. So if you look at where people are going right now, right? So immediately every on-demand delivery service, whether it's food from restaurants, groceries, et cetera, huge spike, right? Then you look at now, if, if you guys have seen in, in your, you know, areas where you guys live as well, I've seen, and you know, this is kind of the, I'll offset the, the payroll geekiness with the payments geekiness. Now, like, it's really exciting for me when, you know, the seldom times I frequent like actual retail locations where there's little signs now that say, Contactless payments preferred. Right. Well, if you just look at the U.S.'s trajectory on contactless payments over the past, you know, since we introduced the chip cards, which we are already laggards in, we, there was that, like, everybody had Apple Wallet, and they're like, yeah, kind of cool, whatever, but it's not solving a customer problem for me yet, right? Because the amount of time it took me to use Apple Wallet or, you know, you know Apple Pay at the point of sale, I could very easily take out my card, tap it, or, like, insert it or swipe it, and I'm done. So it didn't really solve that problem there, but now nobody wants to touch anything, first of all. And secondly, you know, now the stores are saying, hey, wait a second, we don't want people touching things anyways. So now that's accelerated that curve. So if you look at the just the 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 sense of immediacy that people are coming becoming accustomed to, the on-demand culture, whether that's movies, I mean, now you don't even have to wait for a movie to go in the movie theater. Like I'll pay the extra 10 bucks at home and get it. Um I think that immediacy becomes the expectation and a lot of those consumer behaviors will, and I believe I'll, I'll go back to the previous episode you guys have had with um, Melissa Harper, who I think was the vice president of HR innovations at Bear. Yes. So there was a comment in there about how those cultural norms start finding their way into the workplace. Well, if my cultural norm now is, I expect everything now, 
why should my pay be any different? Right. And you can see that trending over the past couple of years, especially in like the QSR space. So if you look in the QSR space, that's a huge selling point for some restaurants. It's like not even like get paid as soon as you clock out, it's get paid the next day. And that's already pulling people in. So now if you say like exactly what you said, it's your onboarding now conversation is like, oh, when's, so when do I get paid? Well, when do you want to get paid? Yeah, that's, that's the thing. Every that's... Day? Right? If you, if you need to get paid every day, awesome. Get paid every day. If you yeah. need to get paid once a week, or if you feel more comfortable saying, oh, I earned my money, I want my money. Um, you know, Ceridian has done some studies with the Hanover group that showed like, it's like 65% of those ages, like 16 to 35, had an expectation that they deserve to have their pay as soon as they're done working. Well, if that's the expectation and that curve keeps growing, it's, it, I think it, it is a short matter of time when, you know, especially leveraging systems like, you know, Trish had mentioned, and I, you know, obviously it plugged a good bit in here that that continuous calculation of pay and time, there's no reason why it can't be done. Yeah, that's, that's what I thought so too, uh, Seth, because like I said, I've seen this product a couple of times and backed up with the continuous calculation, backed up with these trends that you eloquently talked about, right? And the expectations shifting and the competitive differentiator for an employer, especially in retail or, you know, I don't want to talk too much about my own stuff, but like, you know, my son is working part-time at Retailer X and he, he, yeah. he texted me yesterday to ask me for some uh, phone interview tips. And I'm like, well, I thought you had a job that you just got. He's like, no, I'm interviewing at Retailer Y, you know, on Friday because I, you know, I think they're going to pay me like a dollar more per hour, you know? So just the competitive uh, angle and the competitive uh, capability here that uh, a technology like DayForce Wallet can offer employers is yeah. pretty, pretty important, I think. And it's interesting you bring that up, right? Because you're, you're absolutely right, is that it becomes this, one, it, it helps differentiate you as a brand, but you bring up that retail example. And, um, you know, there was a article that I, I read early on this year that said, and especially in that, that QR sp QSR space, right? So fast food industry, where it's already a super competitive talent market, right? That the ability to get paid a little bit more flexibly, whether that's you know, as I need it, or even the, the next day is actually drawing people to particular fast food restaurants versus another fast food restaurant that may pay that dollar more per hour. So employees, now we're going to optimize for how quickly can I get paid? And is that more valuable to me than, you know, potentially yeah, a dollar more that's per a great hour point. that I have to wait two weeks for? That's a great point. You may not necessarily have to increase hourly wage if you can offer access to pay essentially on demand or next day. That's yeah. a great, great point. Uh, Seth, what we wanted to do uh, as we wrapped up is uh, talk a little bit about the upcoming Insights event, which is coming Absolutely. about a week or so from uh, maybe a little less from the time this show posts. Uh, Trish and I will be a part of it and uh, we're excited to be presenting there. I'd love for you maybe to talk a little bit about kind of what you're looking forward to at Insights, maybe what you and your team might be kind of showing off and maybe just uh, what's the conversations you're looking to have at Insights uh, coming up here yeah, soon. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely, um, you know, obviously with most, you know, conferences, we'd much, much rather be, you know, in person with all of our, our customers and folks like Trish and yourself uh, in person in Las Vegas, but unfortunately, you know, the not attainable this year. But yeah, we have a, a great event planned um, with really a, a focus on a lot of the topics that, we just touched on, right? Not, you know, obviously Day Force Wallet itself and on-demand pay will be highlighted, but really how do we, you know, structure everything and help organizations think about driving, you know, the real quantifiable value in the world 
and lining that up to the acceleration of technology, right? So really honing in on, you know, the intelligent HCM, um, intelligent HR, and looking at how do we, you know, bring together the, the like-minded people, like, again, like yourselves and the other speakers that we have lined up to help people kind of envision, you know, how their organizations, how them as, you know, HR professionals leverage the technology and how all that stuff will come together and really transform the future of HR, right? So, you know, obviously we have our, our team of, you know, our team of leaders, like you mentioned, both you, you and Trish are, I think, slated to speak at Insights. Um, not to plug myself, but I will be uh, mm-hmm. presenting a, a session on Dayforce Wallet with one of our early adopters um, of the product. So, you know, really it, it's going to be more of a fireside chat of talking about, you know, some of exactly what Trish mentioned, right? So from a payroll administrator's perspective, like what was the implementation? Like all those questions that you would expect from a payroll administrator and, you know, HR professionals of introducing such, you know, a, you know, a, a innovative product into your organization, um, what to expect and, and really having like an open dialogue about that. But really moreover, I think, you know, I'm most excited about just, you know, hearing from, you know, thought leaders and certain leadership team on how we're, we're going to blend that, that acceleration of technology and how does that, you know, really impact the future of work? Because I, I truly think, and not just from a pay perspective, but I truly think that just this accelerated curve that we're on now around, you know, whether it's, you know, how we work, right? Like, I mean, I saw another article today that Reddit is now going completely virtual. Like there'll be offices you can go into, but they're really just going to be like coffee shops. Yeah. Um, and like, how is this all going to meld together? And now we're going to leverage technology even more so in our day-to-day lives, but also our work lives. And how do we put that all together? And I think that's really, you know, what I'm most excited about is, you know, layering in how the current pandemic has even accelerated all this, these areas of focus even more. And, and really, how does that make everybody's, you know, jobs? And it shouldn't be a scary thing, right? Like how, do, how does it make everybody's jobs better? Right. Um, so I think it, it really should be a great event and you're, you're spot on the dead, the dates. I think it's the, it runs November yeah, 16th, November 16th through 18th. I have it here. You can learn more uh, and, and register for free. There's still time at ceridian.com slash insights. And that link will be in the show notes as well. And I do recommend, I do recommend that you sign up. I do recommend that you check out Seth's session. Like I said, I've seen, uh, I had the privilege of being one of the folks who got to pick the top HR products of the year uh, for HR Executive Magazine. And the Dayforce Wallet was one of the products that was awarded this year. It's a, it's a really great uh, product, super, uh, super demo as well. Man, it demos really, really well. Um, so check that session out and uh, really do check out the event. Trish, I mean, I know you love Insights as well. I mean, I don't know if you wanted to say anything more about it before we, uh, we sign off here. I do. I just wanted to say, it's always, I always learn something. Please, please attend it. Please attend Seth's session too, because I sort of feel like this was like the little, the little just teaser, the warm up, right? For that. And Seth, I I love how you really kind of, um, in your last comments there, tied it into taking payroll really from just something that's much more of a process driven, tactical kind of activity. And you really shared how it becomes a very strategic imperative in an organization. And beyond just your payroll administrators, like sometimes payroll has been, you know, kind of kept off to the side or in some back room somewhere in an organization. And I feel like this puts them front and center with the HR team, 
with the CFO and the finance team, it just puts them hand in hand on strategy of how you hire, how you keep people, um, instead of making it just some sort of a tactical function they do. So thank you for, for sharing all of your insights and I can't wait to hear your session. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me guys. It's been really fun and I'm, I'm glad I got to share a little bit about, you know, just looking at Dayforce Wallet and, and how it does do that, right? It's, you know, looking at that holistic employee experience. It's not just, you know, do I get free bagels and coffee? It's <laughs> right. everything. Yeah. Awesome. Great stuff, Seth. Thanks again. That's Seth Pelletier, Senior Product Manager uh, at Ceridian. And uh, as a reminder, ceridian.com slash insights to get connected to the event, see Seth's session, see Trish and our session as well. We are super looking forward to it. All right, Trish, I'm going to wrap here for our guest, Seth Pelletier. For you, Trish McFarland, my name is Steve Bose. Thank you so much for listening to the HR Happy Hour Show. We will see you next time, and bye for now.